is the Necro Macho Entertainment Podcast. Oh, yeah. Welcome, all you hive scummers who think they can rise to the top of the spire. Welcome to the sixth episode of the Necro Macho Entertainment Podcast. I am Roy. And I'm Richard. And we thank you for giving us another listen. Today, uh, today's menu will be uh, your carrying solutions for your gang. And any uh, accoutrement that you bring to the game. Yeah, and then we'll be talking about some game boards. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, uh, Richard, what has your painting self been up to? It's been not super crazy. Um, not like last time, I think. In preparation for 40k, I jumped between 30k, 40k, Necromunda, and Fantasy. So right now I'm on a 40k kick. I'm about to go back into a 30k kick. So I got 10 intercessors painted, 10 infiltrators, bio, the biologist thing, the apothecary thing, and out of the Leviathan box, three blade guard vets, uh, three eradicators, three eliminators, one lieutenant. One librarian in Phobos armor, the guy with the, the, he's in the ninja dude with the sword, kind of doing like a slash strike thing, it's kind of crouched down. I'll take your word for it. Okay. Paint up some hive scum for uh, a client, and he had some cultists that he had wanted painted up. So got those painted and, and painted another three apothecary units for his, or three apothecaries. Is Iron Warriors and a couple wreckers, and I think, oh, and uh, his Orlock Harpooner. So he's got the, the harpoon gun now. So, um, some people hate that weapon, some people love that weapon. I think it looks dope. I mean, it's just, it, oh, yeah, do, it doesn't do it, cool. it doesn't do enough in the game. I wish it did more. Oh, if you can line up a shot and get like three people with it, that's pretty awesome. I know, but it's just like, I think. With knights, there's a harpoon gun. And with the knights, if you stick somebody, at least in the older versions, like you could like yank them towards you like so many inches. You can do that with this one. Can you? Yeah. Okay. I, I thought it, you couldn't do that. Yeah, you, you can. Uh, I think it's like D3 inches or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. So I, I'm making Orlocks. So I, you're, I'm not playing Orlocks yet. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Just to try to figure it out. And then for. Our painting contest, I painted up a hive scummer. Everybody painted up a hive scummer. Yeah. So, what would you name the the guy? What's his uh, name? Crad. Crad. Okay. Crad. Yeah, I painted up Crad. I unfortunately did not win that painting contest. You did not. I did not. But it's it's, it's like on uh, America's Next Top Chef or whatever, mm-hmm. where it's just like the person walks in, they're like, all right, today you're going to be making Cajun food. And the guy's like, oh. I've been making Cajun food all my life. I know how to do this shit. Like, I'm going to school all these people. So then they try and put some flair on it. They try and put some pizzazz. And just time gets away from them. And, yeah, that's what happened to me. Yep, time got away from me. Because I... He was looking good. Yeah, I, I think throughout... Because I was using Scale 75 paints. And I got through... In that process, I used close to 20 paints for my guy. Oh, crap. So... Yeah, it, it was it was quite a bit. And looking at everybody else, you guys had what ten ish? Oh no, I had um I think five 
No, I had six colors on mine. Oh my gosh. Okay. And then the Shriek and Grime. And then the Shriek and Grime. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh. Well. <clears throat> um, but did that. Ended up building the Leviathan box. And. Which went together pretty well. There were some parts that. Uh, like the Skirmer Killer model. Mm-hmm. If you don't get it just right. There's like a huge. There can be a huge gap along its uh, leg. Did you cut so, off the pegs or did you leave them on there? It depended on the model. So I'd try and like test it as best I could and then try and see if it would be an issue. And sometimes I would cut snip them. It just depended on, on the model. Uh, for all the Space Marine stuff I did, for uh, like the Termagants, uh, I actually just push footed all those except for like the hands, like as far as joining the gun to them. It just didn't, <clears throat> didn't warrant to go through that whole process. Especially, oh, they're infantry. They're going to die. Yeah. Like, they're going to go back in a bucket. Yeah. I've, I've got 30 or 40 double gaunts already. And I know I've got 20 uh, termagants with a spine fist, I think it is, or whatever thing. So I'll, I'll see how much I actually use them. Um, then I also got an order of Sorok Zillia in. I built up 20 of those guys uh, now to get them primed and ready to paint. Starting to build a Solar Ox Force for 30k. Yeah, what about you? What, what's What's been going on? <laughs> Playing the campaign? Yeah. Yeah, you got some games in? Yes. Uh, and I, I will be happy to say I did kill Roy's Death Maiden. Uh, okay, yes, you did kill my Death Maiden. Yeah, she... Got critically injured, and then you tried to rush her to the dock. Yep. And she bled out. Yep. Yeah, bled what, out. Bled out in the cart. Yep. That sucks. So I immediately turned around and bought a brand new one. <laughs> That's far more uh, terrifying. <laughs> she has spring up now. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I got tired of playing that game. <laughs> she has spring up now. Spring up now and carapace armor. Light carapace armor. Okay. Yeah. That's not too bad. No. no. Yeah, we played a big game because it was the break week mm-hmm. the down week yeah yeah down week yeah you won that game shockingly yeah it was a four-way game um i modified a one of the scenarios the i forget the name of the scenarios one where everybody starts with one model on the board and then at the end of the round another model can come in as long as within six inches or two inches two inches two but inches they can't the, be within sight and they can't be inside of another model yeah any yeah. model uh, that was the worst beating I've taken, I think, ever <laughs> in Necromunda. I was apparently in the middle of the board, and everybody wanted to shoot me. Was, uh, yeah, it was a three-on-one fight. Yeah, but I did 66 uh, a different gang leader. A Venator gang leader. Yeah. Which... Oh, an outcast, outcast gang leader. Oh, is that is he running as an outcast? Yeah, okay. outcast. Okay. So I, I, I worked it out with him, a little resurrection package. So she is now a saint. Ah, okay. Yeah. And I'm, now I'm going to kill her. I think my gang's going to put a bounty on her. Yeah, sure. I like it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I got my butt whooped in some Necromunda. That was fun. It was a good game. <laughs> it, yeah, it was fun. I mean, you I, got I, spiders coming in every turn. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to kill them, harvest their eyes because they're diamonds or something. Yeah, they're, they're jewels, yes. Okay. And, and then you get... Archaeotech from the center. 3D6... Or not three, um, 1d6. 1d6 for Argyotech and 1d6 for eyeballs. 
eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I made out like a bandit. Yeah. <laughs> so sitting in the middle of Archeotech, the only place I could hide. Yeah. Harvest an Archeotech every turn. So for me, it was, even though I technically won one, the game, I didn't really win much. I got, I think, 60 creds out of the game. I got, so uh, I got over, I got almost 300 creds out of that game. Yeah. I mean, I got 23 experience because my dwarves were just <laughs> da 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 da. But I, I didn't get shit as yeah. far as like uh, resources. Uh, I mean, XP is a resource. Yeah. I need that XP on my death main so I can get that extra wound so she didn't, I don't have a single bolter shot. How many wounds does she have? Two. Oh, okay. Yeah. One bolter shot can kill her. Yeah. That's how, that's the, that is the most common way of her to be taken out of action is a bolter shot to her. Mm hmm. So, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, let's see what else I've been up to. Uh, I painted four little stalls for the market. Yeah, that's right. Uh, those stalls are made at MDF. They're from a Kickstarter from at least 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. And the guy that made them made the tops all wonky. So I had to cover them up. So I used oh, okay. the center of corrugated out of cardboard so it's like corrugated steel mm -hmm. for a top and then i used dried out baby wipes soaked soaked in pva glue as a top oh that's how you got it to be stiff yeah. okay actually i had to go back and i had to i soaked it and then with the cardboard like mm -hmm. i painted it watered down pva i should just like straight pva it oh no watering yeah. it down okay yeah, no water down because i had to go back again and do another coat for it okay yeah with less water so mm -hmm. if I just went back, yeah. So it's just, pretty stiff. It moves, but it doesn't rip. Sure. Uh, actually, on the edges, I have a little kitchen torch. You mm -hmm. know, for mm -hmm. some cream brulee or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I torch the edges of it and then put it out real quick. Oh, and so it okay. looks like it's decaying. Sure. And then I put the dirty down rust on it. So it looks like it, oh, it's, it's rusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my first time using that. No, that's on, on a piece of terrain. It's my first time using the... No, that was my first time ever using Dirty Down. Yeah, Rust. I thought that was for the first time. Yeah. First time using the Streak and Grime was for that painting competition. So everybody got the same... Model. model same model. So yeah. it was from the... I'm trying to remember. The Dark Angel Chaos 40K starter set from 2014. I think it was. The Chaos Cultus. And mm -hmm. so for one of them, he has an auto gun, and I just cut off... The chaos stuff off them yeah for everybody primed them so everybody knew ahead of time what model they're gonna have uh so they can figure out what they want to paint it yeah even though i don't think anybody actually planned they just brought <laughs> stuff to paint it and we had an hour yeah everybody got set up and we had an hour then we had uh, one of the store owners being an impartial judge and they judged it and i got accused of slipping him money <laughs> because i won my own painting contest <laughs> Uh, we'll post the picture of that later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I had a cool prize. I really wanted to give this prize away, but I got to keep <laughs> it, which is okay because my daughter helped me make it. Yeah. So the prize is a tall GW paint pot, courtesy of Richard, that he was finished with. It actually, it was a, a gold. Uh, the Valdor gold. Yeah, Valdor uh, gold. If y'all seen like the Harry Potter potions people will make, like they shake it up and it has the mica powder in it and it swirls around and looks mm -hmm. all cool. So I was going to do that, but make it gold. Well, yellow food coloring, when that gold sits, looks like urine. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, we're not gonna do that. No. So I made a different one. I got a, I got a blue and gold. Looks really good. I took a an official GW dice from I think it was from third edition, <laughs> and put it in there. Apparently, it was close. yeah. Because I was make it like a. So yeah, I took okay. So for the the bottle, I cleaned it out, took the sticker off, and I'm gonna make it basically a magic eight ball, but with a D6 in it. Yeah, like, this would be awesome. I'm checking it up. This D6, it keeps on coming up twos, twos, twos. I'm like, what the heck? The dice was weighted <laughs> for twos, and so I'm like, oh, this is this is messed up. So because I have a bag of probably like thirty or forty of these mm-hmm. of these little little uh, D6s, so I'm like. All right, so I grabbed like five of them, threw them in some salt water. Yeah, almost all of them are weighted some some all way. All of them. Yeah. Oh uh, my gosh. I think I threw in six in the little container I had. Three of them were weighted to sixes, and two of them were weighted to some other number, and then only one yeah. of them were like it was actually not weighted. It was it spun and it was always coming random. So I used that. Okay. So the. I wanted this prize to have an in-game effect. Mm-hmm. So the in-game effect is the narrative behind it is when you're one of your gangers is going along in the underhive, just minding his own business, and sees this little thing on the ground. He's like, oh, this thing looks cool. Shakes it up. It's like, oh, that's cool. That's a lucky charm. Well, yes, it is a lucky charm. And luck can be fickle, be good or bad. And everybody has some type of luck. Mm-hmm. So in the game, during the game, if you use this lucky item you can re-roll one of your die any die any die in the game of your die not the opponent's die your <laughs> die but lady look goes both ways she good and bad so your opponent will also get a re-roll mm-hmm. during the game if you use it but they also have to use the the lucky charm, the bobble yeah the bobble to do it so i'm like instead of getting some of my creds like dc creds i'm like no this will be more fun more interactive and you, the bobble player, have to use it before your opponent can use it. Yeah, like you had to. Like, I'm. A, they just don't get it because you're playing them. They're. Like, yeah, I'm going to use this now, so now you'll be able to get one. Yeah. So <clears> you 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 could be rolling hot the entire game, and you're like, I'm good. Meanwhile, your opponent's kind of maybe hoping you do use it in some instance. Yeah, like so. if you're going to use it, uh, like you can potentially make it so they couldn't use it. Like if it's come down the wire and you both are bottling out. Yeah, you get, they have to roll first, and they bottle, and then you have to roll to see if you bottle, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna re-roll that. Yeah, they've already used it. They 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 don't have anything to roll. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's a fun, fun in-game mechanic. I, I like the flavor of it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so. Let's see, model-wise, all of my Eschers except for my cutters, mm-hmm. I've repaired, finished building, and primed because I got tired of them being. Oh, I'll do that later. I don't want to do that right now because I might mess it up. It might not look good. So I just bit the bullet mm-hmm. and just put the stuff together. I'm like, people aren't going to look underneath this, see that it's messed up there. You know, it's going to be covered up with paint. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, if somebody says, "Oh, you know, you're, you're you have some glue right here," I'll screw off. I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Why are you yeah. being a dick? Yeah, you know? you're trying to get on the on the table and play with it. Yeah. So. I need to finish painting that gang, mm-hmm. my starting roster, this week because I need four rep, so I can afford oh, okay. the apprentice uh, chemist for my Eschers mm-hmm. 
And for, if I finish the, during the campaign, if you finish painting your starting roster, you get four rep. Yeah. Plus two XP per, per model that's painted. Yeah. Uh, so I really need to do that because uh, this is the first time she's came up during the campaign because it's random what uh, hangers on are available. Mm-hmm. And I would want to start running some poison start, you know. Maybe making your drugs for your <clears throat> more cost effective. Well, I, I haven't even used any of them because they're, they're expensive for what they do. Some of them are. Some of them are oh, cheap. Oh, okay. It's like, oh, that's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. That's everything I've done. Games. Pretty busy. I mean, you're man, 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 uh, herding cats with everybody in this campaign. Yeah. Managing to organize the, the painting competition. Uh, that so, one that are. Well, I mean, you're still grabbing the models, pulling off all the chaos stuff, getting it all set up, coming up with a little uh, bobble idea, having some, something that we're all fighting for. Yeah. So. So, yeah, so that was that. So we're going to take a break and we'll get back talking about, I don't know, talk about something. We'll figure it out when you get back. <laughs> All right. Break into a skinny stick. Your source for dried underhive protein substitute. Yep. Use coupon code CAGEMATCH to get an extra 10% off at checkout. Welcome back. So we're going to talk about boards. Grading boards. Designing them, thinking of them. Thinking of them. Yes, what I'd like to see. Uh, maybe some I want to make that I'm never going to make because I don't got anywhere to store that. Mm-hmm. Or and I don't have the way to make said board. Yeah. And also how to plan for a project. Yeah. So I was, I was going to start off with that board. So I would like to see a board. It's kind of impractical to make. But hanging, if you think of hanging from the top of the dome... There's probably a bajillion catwalks up there. Oh, just a board. It's not even board. So you just have a black mat, like you t- like if you have sure. your normal play mat, you can flip it over and it's black on the bottom as long as it's not two sided. Mm-hmm. Just have that, and have elevated just a plethora of catwalks and yeah. pipes, and maybe maybe a building that's hanging from the ceiling. You well, know? You, well, I mean, and the catwalks can also be on different elevations too. Yeah. I would love like their own stands. I would love to see that. It'd be awesome to play on. My dwarfs would hate it so much because they, get, they get shot in the like right next to a catwalk, five up initiative. Well, those catwalks you put the the barricades, the barricade, yeah, the the guardrails. Or, up, yeah, yeah. Make it Necromunda Ocean certified. OSHA Ocean. Oh my goodness, OSHA certified, <laughs> safety certified. Yeah. Um, it still doesn't help them though. <laughs> that's true. Well, the, yeah, I mean they're 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 goners. So <laughs> don't get shot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they can hide behind most things. Yeah. So I would, lo- I would love to see that board. Uh, another board that I thought of in the same vein, mm-hmm. which would be super easy to make as you still have their, your mat flipped over. So it's black mm-hmm. and you just take, you could do this easily. If you just take like a shoe, bo- a shoe box top, take a bunch of those and flip them over. Yeah. They're the top of buildings. Oh yeah, yeah. And you can basically you're you're having a Marvel movie fight across the top of these buildings, and if you fall down in between them, well, you... I have some bridges that might connect. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah, that'd be fun. I like that idea. But GW already has it has a has rules for that in the mm. uh, book of book of peril. Yes, in the book okay. of peril, 
uh, one of the six types of domes. Mm-hmm. One of them, I think, is the Stygian Depths, is what it is. Okay. And if you fall, um, you can go out of action, or you can, co- or if I think, I think if you roll like a, a five or a six, you can come in as reserves. Like you caught yourself falling down, oh, yeah, and yeah. you come back. That's cool. And so all you need is your normal terrain, mm-hmm. preferably you know something with a bunch of catwalks, and you just you can't be on the floor. Yeah, the, the floor is lava. The floor is not there. Yeah, <laughs> it's gone. Yeah, yeah. So that's the easier way to do it instead of my catwalk idea. But I think the catwalk idea would look. If somebody could do it, it would look pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's just like um, you look at all the GW uh, Necromunda setups that they have, like the oil rig that they have, where it's like just crap ton of the pipes and the uh, sector mechanic as terrain. And it's just like seeing all the like mechanical things like that is always fun. If I go to, if I ever go to Warhammer World, mm. I'm going to play on that thing. Yeah. I mean, it's there. I mean, since they put in like the things like never moved. Oh, okay. Yeah, they put in there. That's where it's at. Yeah. I would love to play on that thing. I think this looks so cool. It's yeah. So cool. Yeah, yeah. And really expensive. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's like there's so many boards at <clears throat> Warhammer World that you don't see because I mean like unless mm-hmm. somebody goes in and takes a picture of them you don't see them. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, people do go and send takes pictures and you can catch some of them because they make some they have some crazy awesome boards for Necromunda, but like they don't post them anywhere. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Another board that I want to make and I'm going to make this I have stuff for this. It's it's a mining facility. I showed you the pictures of it. Mm-hmm. Uh. It would make a great ash waste board. So it's basically a a strip mine. Basically, they they strip everything out. It yeah. has walkways. It has platforms for whatever. It has a road going to the bottom. I'm like, we can, we need to make that for ash waste. Yeah. The only problem is where are you going to store it? Because I mean, it's like two foot tall. Yeah, yeah. So that- you got to break it up in sections. Wife kill me if I try to put that somewhere in the house. <laughs> I, mean, again, I ain't gonna remember that. Yeah, uh, and that, that's one of the problems they run in with terrain is just unless you have a dedicated game room that you have free space in, is going to take up a lot of space. Yes. Now I've heard about uh, one guy who built a Mordheim board, mm. and on the I think as he built it all in one piece, and on the back of it he put. Uh, what was the dimensions of it? it was, I think it was a three by three. One piece. Wow. Okay. That's huge. But he hung it on the wall, like flat. On the oh, wall. okay. Okay. So it's an art piece. Sure. I mean, because if you make the, if you paint the terrain and make it look nice, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, nice, grimy, whatever. I mean, yeah, make yeah. it look good. Yeah. It's an art piece and, you, and it's a, it's just hanging on the wall. It looks good. I mean, nice. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way to, if you have, you know, wall space in the room, you can, Hang it right there. You know, it's awesome. Somebody's going to come by and knock it. Yeah. You don't have a dog or anything that might run into it. Yeah. Or a kid. So, yeah, that's, that's definitely a way of doing it. Uh, for me, it's... I try and stack the like my Zoomer Talus boards up as best as I can. But even then, it's still taking up uh, two feet by one foot by... I want to say, like three feet height so yeah because you get that yeah when you, with everything all 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 of it stacked on on each other so 
Uh, one board I'd like to see, and I've seen some uh, uh, posts on Instagram, these like uh, prison uh, elements. Okay, yeah. So <clears throat> my thought is like maybe playing something out to integrate some of that into my Zone Mortalis boards. So then it has just like more flavor to it. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be a prison. It could be a jail holding cell uh, or a holding facility for some experiments. Some yeah, some, yeah. Uh, rogue tech priests down there doing some experiments. Yeah, like why was it? Uh, Ooh, Hive Second is why it got destroyed because the, uh, the gene stealer gene stealers got out infecting everybody. And they yeah, yeah, it. yeah. And that was what I was gonna say is we we could do like an experimentation of gene stealers and they just break out and just, yeah. Now you're fighting for your life. Like you're you're no longer fighting the other gangs. You're fighting the gene sealers that are yeah, like yeah, dashing yeah. towards you. So Maybe I'll be able to do something like that. Yeah, um, but using some of those bits from that, I'm looking to actually use that into my crane system as well uh, because they look. Um, you remember in Aliens when they open up those shutters? Yeah. Um, the, so, it's the control control station. Yeah, the control station. So yeah. it looks like that, and it's like, oh, that would actually be. Really neat to mount that on the second story up underneath it and then do like your idea of having some catwalks kind of going around it. So there's like uh, like an office uh, yeah. inside underneath it. So there's more depth than just, oh, it's a second story and that's and then everything's on top yeah. of it. There's stuff underneath it. Granted, you won't play on it. I mean, you can play on the catwalks. Yeah, de- depending how, how I build it. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that's the trying to think of like getting people getting their hands in there yes is a little so uh, playability tricky. when you're making your terrain that's always a huge thing yeah but i was thinking about that because like some of my like my towers like it's hard to get your fat hands in there sure i was thinking i might, might just need to grab you know the big the big pair of tweezers and put like some uh foam on the end so we're not messing up models mm, so you can sure grab yeah, yeah. and move them around i know it's not optimal but it i mean it'll work yeah not messing up the models mm-hmm. uh so you were, you have this idea to build this big board piece that we talked about before. Three stories, landing pad, multiple cranes, market. Mm-hmm. Ambitious. Very. Very ambitious. Yeah. And so I was talking to Richard, and he was asking my opinion about how it looked. And I'm like, well, the thing's so tall, guys aren't going to be able to get up there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, do you want this to be... My, played on or you want to be looked at and he's like well both if they don't get up top that's fine my 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 thing is like okay you want to go from the first story to the second story uh you're that's fine uh so uh if you want to do that you can um take like turbo lift from the first story to the second story yeah no problem you want to go and then like you're just gone for a turn or something and maybe just do the same thing for the crane. So if you want to go from the second story to the top of the crane, that's another turn that you're uh, you're out. Might might try and change it. Like okay, if you want to uh, go from the first story all the way to the top of the crane, maybe you're out a turn in half an action on the turn that you come in. So you get to do like a move or a shoot or something, mm-hmm. uh, just to make it more playable and especially if you're only got like five or six turns yeah so you really don't want to be out two of those turns so and that's just 
working with you, working with an arbitrator, or even working with your opponent, if you're not even if you're not in a campaign of how is this going to function, how is this going to work? Yeah. So speaking of talking about your opponent, um, mm-hmm. for people, there's a little tangent here. Yeah. Uh, if you want to make up some rules for whatever you're doing, for it's a special character, for it's the terrain, you know, and you post it online, you might get feedback. You might get a lot of negative feedback. Oh, that's not fair, blah, blah, blah. It really doesn't matter what those people think. As long as your opponent's okay with it, play. Yeah. No yeah. big deal. It, 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 that's who it matters to. Yeah. It's you and your opponent. So uh, the the internet could be a very... Toxic place. Yeah, very toxic place. <laughs> uh, so take anything on there with a grain of salt. I mean, if a uh, bunch of communities, they're like trying to be very positive. Uh but some people are just dicks. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what other people think. As long as your opponent's fine with it, go nuts. Yeah. And I mean, um, in Necromander, they encourage you to make up rules. Like this is just a guideline, more or less, to play the game. Yeah. So if you want to bring in like my Spice Harvester and you want to make up rules for it, sure, go for it um does a thing or uh having the crane swing around and smash into people or you move it to um smack people <laughs> well or, or or you can move it to make everybody make an initiative check because you got like your opponent has three guys on it oh yeah because they're sniping yeah they're, they're on the arm of the crane <laughs> you swing the crane around <laughs> sucker yeah like like they're on a freaking uh it's like the james bond movie where yeah. uh they're hopping between the cranes yeah so you can do something like that. So it's whatever you guys wanted to do, just do it. Yeah. Okay. Back to the train. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, one thing I'd like to see more of, uh, and I know there there's some out there is like people do like the sub sea and they'll have like the resin and they'll make like boats yes. made out of the uh, armor, uh, the, um, contain the shipping containers. Mediterium. Armored containers, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, I always like those. It's just always, it it fits. it Like, it, it works in the universe. Yeah, because you're taking something that's already there and just using Repurposing it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, just doing that, uh, I always like looking at more resin as far as, like, the port resin. Because mm-hmm. it's just, when you It gives it the, depth. Yeah, and it's not just the same, oh, it's another ZM board. It's like no, this is this is the sump sea. It's like if you fall in, maybe it's a dangerous train check, and might depending yeah. on the chemicals in the take a string check or you die. Yeah, so you're you're able to give it more narrative uh, playability. Yes, I suppose. So uh, as while we're talking about sump sea, so they don't have wood in the underhive. No, because people are like they're making docks. They're making all this wood. They don't got wood in the underhive. No, but per the lore, they have giant fungus down there, giant mushrooms, and they'll take the giant mushrooms and they'll press it together because it's fib- it's fibrous, mm. and they'll make pressed mushroom board, <laughs> fungus board, and it's basically wood. Yeah. So that's how you justify Fun- your... Functionally, yeah. Yeah, your wooden docks because it's pressed fungus for those of those people that aren't up on that lore. Nice. Because I want I want to make some docks because the... the uh, Lord of the Rings, the uh, Goblin Town. Yes. I love that set. Yep. I'm like, I'm not paying that money for that. I can make that out of, out of coffee stores. Sure. Yeah. 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 And uh, that's where it's like a lot of the stuff 
the price is like I love the ZM stuff, but pricing is absolutely ridiculous. Especially when you want to add height to anything. Oh yeah. Well we, we went over that last time. Yeah. It is Yeah. <clears throat> you get what you pay for, but you're paying a premium pie price for a premium product. Nobody else out there has anything comparable unless you're getting really MDF or three D printed. Yeah. So it is what it is. I mean, we can harp on that all day long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're paying, you're paying GW prices for GW items. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, you're, there's ways to get around that. Like for Goblin Town, instead of paying for these little plastic things, I can just go buy a box of coffee stirrers for like three dollars. Coffee stirrers, or you can even do uh, balsa wood and cut it up and yeah. I mean, however you want to. Yeah, that. I mean, it's skin that cat. So. If you really want to do something, you can you can probably figure out a way to do it. Yeah. Like if I want to do my hanging catwalk, I can do it. I just don't want to put in the effort to do that thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you you're 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 spending less money, but you're spending more time. Yeah. So you know, time is money. It depends on what which one you which one you have more of. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's. Um, I, I mean, like I know with my crane system, I wouldn't be doing nearly as much. Uh, with it as I am without the generosity of others because Roy gave me the uh, Sky Show landing pad um, got another friend that ended up giving me boxes of Cities of Death Terrain um, uh, what is it? Morzeum Terrain I mean it's just yeah you got two Got two cranes. I think got three cranes. Three though. cranes. Three yeah. cranes. Yeah. So it's. Oh, I got more. Ter- I got more terrain to give you. Oh my god. I don't know, bud. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, we can, oh, you want both sports? Okay, I got stuff because I'd rather see it be used than. Oh sure, sure, yeah. Than just sit there in a pile of stuff. Yeah, just gathering dust. Yeah. So for like, so going back to boards, going back to that. Yeah. Uh. So for. I've, I've said before, I have my campaigns, I have them planned out to be linked, mm-hmm. but you got to listen to which players want. And yeah. the last campaign, I think I was going to run five campaigns. The last one was going to be so far. The last one was going to be Ash Waste. Or everybody wants to play Ash Waste. So that's what the next one's going to be. It's going to be Ash Waste. Um, but for after that, Dominion campaign. And for the Dominion campaign, I wanted to go ahead and start working on making, not boards for them, but terrain for them. Mm. Um, so, like, one of them's the jungle dome plant, whatever they want to call it. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I need to get some fake plants and make it so I can hook it on to terrain. So, I'm not going to have a dedicated piece of terrain. That's, that, that's the jungle yeah. one. Yeah. No, yeah. I can have it where you can just, it just slots on the top, or slots on a wall. Or is magnetize. I mean, well, then I got to magnet. Well, yeah, I can magnetize you. So, yeah, however yeah. you want to do that. Yeah, um, and that, that's just where it comes into planning it out. Okay, I want this particular way. How do I want to do this? How do I want to not only build it but also store it, play with it? All all those considerations um, are something to take in when you're when you're thinking about this. Uh, personally, when I'm about to start a project, be it 40k, I mean, be Necromunda or whatever, or even like graphic design. Like I'm always just sketching something out. Yeah, it's just I'm gonna spend 10 minutes, even 30 minutes, sketching something and thinking about 
how am I going to do this? How am I going to account for this or that? Because that 30 minutes is going to save me hours if I don't plan and I just start jumping into something. Yeah. So uh, for your Zoma Talos board, uh, Richard has a couple of squares cut out for his the big drill. Oh, the mining exp- uh, excavation drill. Yeah, so instead of it looks like it's, it's drilling down. Yeah. Well, when that drill's not on there, it's just this weird square yeah. Yeah. hole thing. Well, if you look at the Delta 7 tiles, which you can still find the rules for those, mm-hmm. uh, they have rules for uh, a open pit, like where you're falling down, like different mm. different levels. Yeah. <clears throat> you have rules for uh, like a trash compactor, a forge, a furnace, like where molten metal is. Yeah. Uh, for a giant fan that can suck you into <laughs> it. Uh, so, if, like the problem with building a static board is you're gonna get tired of it. Yeah. And so now with, I'm, I mentioned this to Richard before. You know, uh, he can make those things to drop into that section. Mm-hmm. So you can just change it out. Just change it out. Like, like, I was yeah. just move move this one thing and there, there you go. Yeah. And now it's a yeah. Totally I, I, I can pull the drill off, throw the fan on. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we need to do that. Yeah. Oh, I'm down for that. Okay. I, I like that idea. Yeah. More uh, more interactive terrain is always fun if yeah. you can remember what it does. Yeah. It yeah. It, it stacks more rules onto it, but um, I imagine it's what initiative or strength tech to. So you get sucked in for the fan is you can only do one action because you're trying to resist oh, okay. the fan. Yeah. And turning around is an action. Oh, for that. Yeah. Okay. You can't turn around because <laughs> you're trying to, you're trying to not get sucked in. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's from like, uh, I know it's only at least six inches. It might be 12 inches, but yeah, I think it's a six inch. Six sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 12 would just be crazy. Yeah. So that's one big fan. Well, if you uh, you can make rules like for oh yeah for the jungle dome, uh, all the plants interact. I think it's within three inches is their reach. Oh, or the yeah. fungus or whatever it is. We'll slap at you. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's there's fungus plant. There's one of the plants that moves and it hits you the flail. <laughs> that's when he hits you the flail. Ooh, that's, that's all he does. He doesn't he doesn't do anything. He hits you the flail. And that's it. You're not in close combat. He hits you the flail. Yeah. Uh, but if you play the the D66 chart with that, and you get the overgrown dome mm-hmm. for that next turn, or however many turns that card's active, that it's everything has a six inch range. Oh, God. Yeah. That's rough. <laughs> yeah. So you can do that. Like, okay, you're okay. Now that this part of the dome, uh, you know, there's a big giant hole in the wall and it's sucking, sucking the air out into the ash waste. Yeah. So everything's yeah. more pronounced. Like, on oh, the whole board, you get one action. Yeah. That made for a long game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty much the um, Total Recall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. It gets gets, everybody gets sucked out. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that would be fun. Speaking of Total Recall, that, that's a good Necromunda movie. Yeah, definitely. And then the best Necromunda ish movie is uh, Mad Max. No. Oh, oh, Judge Dredd. Judge yeah, Dredd. The, yeah. the latest Judge Dredd, not the, not the Stilester Stallone. 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 Yeah. No, the latest Judge Dredd. I am the law. I mean, uh, Mama, it's a great, crazy Escher. The mm. judge, for 
Judge Dredd is a little bit more badass than a uh, enforcer. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, still, it, but it's, it's it's still a good. I mean, he's, he's judge, jury, and executioner. I mean, yeah. The who was it? Um, the latest Kill Team box came out with. Uh, Arbites. Is it Arbites? Is that yes. that look like the Judge Dredd? Yes. Uh, okay. Except one of them is wearing a gimp suit. Okay, I don't remember that one. He's actually wearing. Yeah. Hey. No king shame here. No, I mean, I didn't expect them to bring out the gimp on that. So, yeah, it's uh, lots of variety, lots of things that you're able to kind of intermix with all, all your stuff. One of, I, I would say when it comes to planning your board is uh, determining what your budget is. So going back to our previous episodes, build what uh, financially you can afford Uh and also consider adding on to it in the future. Like if this is a one, truly one-off thing, go for it. Like do, what, do whatever you want. But if this is something that long-term, you know, you want to do a four by six for whatever reason. If you're doing the GW stuff, you gotta, gotta keep that in mind. If you're wanting the same look, of course. Yeah. Cause I mean, you can always go off to the MDF or uh, 3d prints. Yep. Uh, for cheaper, uh, alternatives. Yeah. So I have a couple of bins of stuff for terrain. Like, like you, have the, you have this giant bin down here. I yeah. Have, yeah. Uh, I probably have that much stuff in different boxes and whatnot. And sure. he, has a, he has a good size bin over here. Um, but I was talking to Richard before the show, Secret Weapon Miniatures, which unfortunately is out of business now. They released a Kickstarter a while back for some modular terrain tiles reminiscence of the Roman battle board or the Necromunda tiles. And they're the details raised or sunken in or sunken in on them. And I'm like, I want to make a board out of these, but if I do that, like the terrain's not going to sit on it. So I have to actually build the terrain into it. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I mean, I have to place storage and Richard's like, Making an ash waste board, you know. Yeah. Make it a make it. You know, there was a city there. Now just the streets and there's sand over it. And I'm like, oh, that's that's freaking brilliant. Because <laughs> we don't have an ash waste board. I mean, we have some a, a mat, but yeah, you know, yeah, that's just brilliant. You could, he wasn't thinking outside the Necromunda box. But he was out, thinking outside my box, my brain box. I was not thinking about that at all. Yeah, you know, I mean, just looking at it, it's just you're um you're talking about what you're you're thinking of for the next campaign you're planning for the next campaign being ash waste well we have a zm board we could use a ash waste board so why not yep speaking of ash waste boards i sent richard a link earlier uh and he told me i just need to build it um is it black magic craft yes with the uh rubber roads yeah so if you go to black magic craft we'll put a link in the show notes uh he has where you can make your own roads I also link to where you can make your own game mat so like you can roll it up. Yep. Same, it's, the game mat and the roads are the same stuff, just the roads are cut thinner. Yeah. And sure. it's fairly inexpensive for what it is. Super flexible. Yeah. You can roll it up. It rolls back out. It's yep. not curling up. You can paint it. Takes paint really well, actually. Yeah. Um, all the basing material, too, seems to stick on. So, uh, so I was thinking about making one of those mats for the ash waste, but I like this better, so it gives it more... Uh, more texture to it more texture more like the the board builds a narrative by itself just looking at it 
Sure. Yeah. And, um, okay. So your plan for this, are you planning to take those boards and mount them on blocks of wood like I did no. or, okay. Cause you said they're raised like, um, like is there a thickness to the board itself? Is I it like mean, the ZM tiles? It's not the ZM tiles. They're a little thicker than the ZM tiles. Okay. Okay. Like, uh, but you're not going to have buildings on top of them. Oh, no, no. I'm sure I'm going to put sand dunes. Sand, yeah. Actually, out of a ZM board, they're at least twice as thick. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. They're twice as thick, and they have, they have slots for you to put a connector on bottom so they don't move around. Oh, okay. That's, that's a good idea. Yeah, see, like, for the ZM stuff, I wish that that was a thing. Because then you could connect them together. Then... Don't have to worry about them shifting out. Yeah. And all the fiddly necromunda terrain falling down. Oh, my God. So, so annoying. Hey, we put down 37 barricades. Half of them just fell down because you touched the board. Yeah. Hey, your foot accidentally kicked the, the corner post. And yeah. Going going back to uh, planning, um, one of the things I would recommend doing is talking with friends, talking with people up at your local game store to bounce ideas off of. Yeah. Because they're going to give you a different perspective that just, you may not have considered, like the one that I gave you as far as doing the Ash Waste board. Yeah. And that, like, building my spice harvester, that's, I had two people say, oh, if you take this and this and you do it like that, well, there's your top piece. That's your, uh, the roof of, of the vehicle. I didn't think about it. Yeah. Until they mentioned it. Thinking that, they're thinking outside your box. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, if you're making terrain and you tell people like, yeah, I'm going to bring this, you know, and bring up board, this board or this terrain so we can come up here and play. My people are like, Hey, I got this train at the house. You want it? I'd rather have it built like me. I'd yep. rather, I mean, I'd rather have it built so I can play on it. Yeah. Even if it's somebody else's now, I don't give a crap. Yeah. And that's, uh, I mean, you ended up giving me the schedule landing pad. Uh, will give me all this, uh, terrain. Cause he's just looking for it to do something. Rather than just sit in the box. Do you have the uh, the gang hideout? Yes. You do? Yes. You oh. want it? Oh, I got two of them. I don't have I only <laughs> one. <laughs> I mean, I can take it out of there. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Well, exactly. What are we going to do with it? Yeah. I mean, I could... I, I think this... <laughs> This crane system is just going to get like ridiculously out of control. It's going to be its own board. I think it is. Yeah. At this it's going to be a whole new board. Yeah. So, and I still want to put it on some tracks. So my idea, so I want to put the crane system on, on, uh, he wants to, uh, this thing to be modular. So you can set it into a zone mortalis is set and it looks fine. And then you can take it out there, take it off and stick it on a, Ash waste board, but have a different base on it that's With on like tracks. Shit ton of like uh, tank treads. Yeah, so it's a crawler throughout the waste. Yeah, and it's this mobile market slash warehouse depot. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, as, you mentioned something earlier. It's called a budget. <laughs> I, I know, and and I did, and then <laughs> people were like, "Hey, here's some stuff. Here's some more stuff. Here's a crap ton of stuff," and it's like. Oh my God. Um, and now there, there's a little bit of a obligation in my, the back of my head of, 
I gotta use all of this, like right? I, I mean, it's, it's, it's you don't have to use it all right now. It, it, it's like you go out and uh, you go to dinner with uh, your your spouse's family or something, or you go to your spouse's uh, like house, and their mom comes over to you and they're like, "Oh, here's a plate full of food." It'd be rude for you not to eat that all that, that yeah. plate full of food. So you eat that plate full of food, and they're like. Oh, let me get you some more. <laughs> You're obviously hungry, and it's like, yeah. oh man, I don't want to. I don't want a second plate. <laughs> so I need to tell people hold off giving you terrain. Depends. I mean, there there's a little bit of I, I, I'm a glutton for punishment as far as this because it is cool. It'll, it'll make a really cool board. I'll make a really once you figure out what to make. <laughs> yeah, once I figure out which way I'm going with it. Yeah, because it is evolving. It is changing. Uh, and that's another thing with this, all this is, okay, you made plans. Don't be afraid to change those plans. Yeah. If an idea strikes you of, oh, I want to add a some C bit to it. Go for it. That sounds great. Like, <clears throat> don't, don't stop it. Uh, don't stop just because you've never done something before. Yeah. Like literally everything I've done in this hobby is just YouTube videos. It's just learning about resin. Okay, I'm not watching somebody that's doing Necromunda stuff with it, or 40k for that matter, but I'm watching uh, maybe a a model railroader that's done resin like rivers yeah. and stuff. Model railroaders are using things that we've never thought of. They are fantastic. Yeah, they're like hey, you know somebody might hey look this cool new idea. Well, model railroader guys have been doing that for 30 years. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing. Yeah, there, there, there's nothing new to them. Yeah. Uh. So. You're talking about you may you may want to change your idea while you're doing this. Uh, you're doing a mock-up of something. Ask, take take a step back, look at it, and maybe ask somebody you know that's going to give it to you straight what they think about it. Actual critique to it. Yeah, yeah. like that. Somebody that's I don't want to say that won't spare your feelings, but that's not going to lie to you. It's not going to try to sugarcoat it. No, I mean you you, you can put somebody down softly. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm I'm saying like. Some people will see what you're doing and like, you know, they want to encourage you like, oh, yeah, you're doing a great job. Sure. But they're not thinking about things and how to impact play or whatever factors. Yeah. You know, somebody who's built maybe a who's built a lot of terrain or somebody who owns a mm -hmm. game store who knows like, hey, you're not going to store that because of this or, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, somebody who's, who's willing to actually give you some feedback instead of making you feel good. Yeah, yeah. You you don't want to pat on the back. You want somebody to say, "Did you consider this? This might be an issue. You might need to raise it up to be able to get your hands in." Yeah. So, and I would I would even say um, random people. Uh, I mean, like friends that you you know and uh, trust is a great place. Um, but if you're building this for Nakamunda, you really don't want to ask a 40k player. Oh yeah, because they they the the game is completely uh the world's apart yeah as far as how terrain works the only thing they have in uh, common is lore yeah yeah and the universe they're setting in yeah, but, yeah yeah oh yeah yeah sure sure so um what i'll do is i'll ask my kids like hey, what hmm. do you think about this so my daughter she's really artsy uh she'll be like well those, those colors don't look good together dad <laughs> okay well, what do you think you should do this all right other sounds like oh, that doesn't look cool. You can do this and make it look cool. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids will usually tell you, especially little kids. 
If you oh, get some little yeah. kids asking that, they'll know they don't care about your feelings. Yeah, yeah. They're not human. They're brutal. But they're 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 mainly just going off aesthetics. Well, I mean, well, that may be what you're going for. You sure. Just, I yeah, mean, yeah. if you're building a board to look cool because you want it as a backdrop to take pictures of your models and you want to look cool. Yeah. And you know, a little kid wants something that looks cool, and they'll tell you. Yeah. And the great thing about Necromunda is a little kid tells you something crazy. It's Necromunda. Okay. It's some crazy stuff. In I can do it. Yeah. 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 yeah Why is there a big bird behind Zinch? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. You got anything else for boards? Um, one of the other things I would say uh, when you're planning out your project um, is getting inspiration and uh, sourcing photos is very advantageous. So if you're wanting to do like an oil rig type setup, look at oil rigs. Yeah. Look at, uh, draw real life inspiration from uh, the photos that you can find online. Uh, if you're, I mean, it's just like painting. If you want to try and emulate real life of, oh, I want like uh, oil stains on a particular way or rust on uh, on the, the pillars of the oil rig. Well, there's a particular way that you can model it. Yeah. Actually, I found the local, we live in a Navy town and the local library uh, has a sale twice a year. And I found a Navy book. I don't know. It was a manual mm. on corrosion in the ship. And it has pictures of all different types of corrosion and what they're from. Oh, that's, that's I mean, it's black idea. and white, but you can still tell the, the texture. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I picked that up. I'm like two bucks. Okay. That's, yeah. that's a great resource right there. Yeah. 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 Um, I know um, AK Interactive has a great uh, book. I still need to get it. But they kind of detail like uh, one of their things, one of their projects that they have in, in the book. They kind of show like a step-by-step process throughout their diorama projects and using all their products, how they achieve the particular look. So they'll have like a submarine that has like the... Um, the salt, the dried salt mm-hmm. uh, along the, the hole, uh, the rust that they're showing how they did that. Um, maybe like an engine oil leak or something that's kind of coming out. So, yeah. Books are your friend. Internet's your friend. Just do, do a little bit of Googling. Yeah. So now, a controversial topic, which I don't think is controversial at all. AI. So mm. using AI art, don't do it. As in like, like posting pictures. If you want to, uh, you know, go in there and, you know, for inspiration, like sure. Abandon, abandon factory and have it generate something. I'm all about that. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. not hey, draw me a picture of, mm-hmm. you know, Harry Potter and let me post it. No, but for inspiration, Looking at things, I think that's a that's a good one because they they take pictures and just smash it together from yeah. the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, especially if you're doing like uh, created derelict um, mining facility or something like that. Yeah, and incorporate the these these um, descriptor words into it. I think that's great. So, gives you some inspiration. Maybe you want to emulate what the picture is doing, and that's totally unique. I mean, uh, you're still going to add your own twist to it as you're going through that process anyways. So 
I, I, would, I would say that that's entirely your own idea at that point. So, yeah. yeah. So it just comes down to what you're wanting to see, how you plan for it, what inspiration you're drawing from, how, how you're going to get this thing built, how are you going to paint this thing? Because in some cases, you're not going to be able to build all of it together and then paint it. So you're going to have to build it in state or uh, paint it in stages and then assemble it. Like um, for my spice harvester, there were a number of components that I had to paint prior to assembly because there's just no way I would have been physically able to paint it. Yeah. Or it would have been incredibly aggravating <laughs> to do so. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a matter of, um, I would say really just comes on planning and then just doing it. Yeah. Doing it can be hard, just as hard as planning it. Yeah. If not harder. Yeah. Your, uh, your, uh, hobby paralysis can take over. You don't want that. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I would say it's even worse doing something for like terrain that like, it's easy enough doing the, the ZM stuff. Like, oh, I'm going to put these pillars together, put these walls together. I'm going to glue them on and paint that. That's, yeah. that's easy enough. When it comes to, uh, I want to do an oil rig thing. Well, I've never done this before. There's some photos that I can reference, but there's really not much out there as far as, like, there's not, like, a kit from GW yeah. on how to do this. So how do I go about making this because you're 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 essentially uh developing the instructions as you go along in a way so it's free form yep yeah okay i think we about covered all yeah. that yeah all right okay well uh we'll take another break and we'll be back to talk about something else so i have some great news for all you listeners out there for some reason axel jones did not submit a clip for the episode this month. He is MIA. Nobody can find him. We don't know if he went down to the super secret underworld thing he's building, if he pissed off the wrong Escher, talking about some rattling men. We're not getting into that. Don't want to know. But nobody can find him. Nobody can contact him. So you don't have to listen to his crazy talk this week. But... You get to listen to mine because we're going to do a little thing called Roy's Rants. And I have a little rant. It's kind of dumb, but I don't care. GW re-released Necromunda, and I'm grateful that they did. But they did not release any Jews. They released prospects, but no Jews. And the gangs that do have prospects, you can kind of work them and make them into Jews. No, I want some dedicated Jews. GW, I want to give you my freaking money. Shut up and take my money. Make some freaking Jews. Because you can paint them different. You know, like, oh, these guys are painted different. That's that's the Jews. I hate that. I want them, I want I want to be able to look at them physically different. For like my Chaos Cador. They are the Corvus Cabal. Or my Jews are regular Cador. Striking difference. Like hey, you 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 guys haven't uh earned the right to wear these cool these cool feathers we got. You know, for my Eschers, I make an Escher Juve. They have small hair. Instead of big hair, they got small hair. One of them's even bald. You know, you, there's a physical difference. Make some freaking Jews. You made these prospects. 
which the Ezra's prospects suck. The Goliath prospects suck. Um, yeah, let's see. Cotter doesn't have a prospect. Well, they do now, but they're on the Ash Waste. Uh, those guys are pretty good. Kind of broken, but whatever. Uh, let's see. Does the lack... And they're, well, they, they got a prospect dude. It's not really a prospect. Um, let's see. Uh, Vansar, they, their prospect, they, they got the hoverboard. So he's cool. Uh, Goliath's got their jump pack guy. He's cool. So half of them suck, half of them are cool. What Roy meant to say was Orlocks and their jump booster, not Goliaths. But I just want some dedicated freaking Jews. Just want some Jews. I want little scrawny people. Barely any armor with a gun or a knife. Yes, I can I can kit bash my own. I can go out to some company and get some 3D printed files. Maybe I just want to be lazy and just put together some models and be done with it. That's what I got. Thank you for listening. Electro Pro, what some crocs crave. Available at any reputable chems dealers. So our next topic is carrying solutions. This is not going to be that long of a segment. It's fairly straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. So Richard, what now, what, what right now are you using to carry your models? Right now I am using the, um, battle foam mini case. So it's got, uh, it's like say 10 inches by five inches or something like that. It's got two, two trays in it of foam, and it fits, um, it's like 20, 20, 30 models, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's actually like 24. And about how much was that? That I think was 50, 55 bucks. 55 bucks. Yeah. So, I mean, like I keep like, there's a pocket for it that I keep two sets of necromantic dice set all my templates in between. Um, so I've got pretty much room all except for my cards for my tax cards and everything. Okay. And I, right now, what do you use? I'm high speed with a Tupperware container. Hey, Tupperware for the win. Tupperware with some, uh, paper towels in there. Yeah. Something from Jocelyn around. Yeah. That's about it. Now, because my paint, my models were unpainted. Now they're becoming painted, which I'm almost done with them. Yeah. Uh, I just need to paint those stupid freaking feathers. I hate those feathers. <laughs> um, I will be putting them in something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, your little your little battle foam case is cool. Yeah, I don't know if I'd spin that on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is. Um, I mean, it, it, it's nice. It's it is something that I really don't have to worry about. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. You didn't have to try to make it. It's there. It's off the shelf. Yeah, bam. And it's got these like little loops on it, like uh, like military backpacks. The Molly webbing. Yeah, yeah. That I can just clip my. Uh, uh, tape measure into as well. So it's just easy to just keep by the door and just go. Yeah. So there's, if you just Google, you know, miniature miniatures carrying case or 40 K carrying case or whatever. Yep. You'll see all these options that pop up. Yeah. I mean, you got the battle foam, you got chess uh, X, chess X. I mean, you got, all, you know, you got all, you got all kinds of things. You got handmade stuff, handmade wooden boxes for like three hundred dollars. Yeah, the, you know the you can crazy stuff. Yeah, what do you want? Is yeah, what do you want? What do you want to spend spend your money on? Yeah. So me, I'd rather spend my money on the models than when I'm using to carry the models. Sure. So 
Uh, you can go like Duncan Rhodes with his two thin coats on his videos. It's how to make a store magnetic storage case for your models. Yeah. And, right. and that I've seen like for like 30 K and 40 K, um, there's these, uh, bins that sell at office depot. Uh, but they stack together. They lock together. Yeah. They're the, uh, um, document case, document boxes. Yeah. And then, you just cut out a uh, magnetic insert. Yep. Glue it in. Now you got a magnetic case. Yep. And you do that. You use that. You use uh, cake pans, like deep cake pans with a yep. lid. Yep. Which is, I, I think I'm gonna use the cake pan lid thing. Yeah. Because I'm not planning on traveling on a plane with my army or my gang. Where you might need something that's more durable and less yeah. conspicuous. Yeah, that that's not like your sketchy. little like your little case. Like okay, you can throw that on a carry on in a bag. And yeah, go. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, for for my my solution, I didn't start there. It was again Tupperware or uh, like a Necromunda box half where I'm just throwing stuff into it. Yeah. Um. So I eventually got to this point, and with my stuff being painted i want it to be protected so that was my that that's um what what i valued most i guess yeah so on the bottom of a necromunda model you got one right here that i can take yeah. a look at so the bottom of the necromunda bases are not evenly flat yep so you can't put a normal magnet you'd put under a 40k model in here. Like you can take a probably a be a one mil deep magnet, and you'd have to shave the little the plastic on underneath it. Yeah, the little uh, circle that's under there. You can shave that off and put it right there as a good spot for it, right in the middle, so it won't affect other models. Mm -hmm. But you just can't take if you're playing 40k or or fantasy AOS the model the magnets you have on those and use on these because they're not going to fit. Yeah, I mean, um, I recently just got um, magnets from Magnet Baron that mm -hmm. are, like, flush. World of difference. Can't recommend them enough. How are they flush? What do you mean flush? Uh, flush, uh, you go underneath the base, uh, underneath uh, the model, and it's pretty much one-to-one uh, -one as far as the... Um, oh, so it's just the perfect... The, the rim, yeah. The it's, perfect height, whatever you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's, like as close to the um, your sheet as you can get. So it's going to have um, a stronger pull. Yeah, the most, so most strength. Yeah, so, so it's not going to just fall off. And on like dreadnoughts and stuff like that, I've, I've had that happen numerous times. So who did you say you ordered that from? Uh, the Magnet Baron. Where they have? Uh, their website. Okay. Uh, Where they ship from, yeah. Oh, I have no idea. I, I ordered this through a friend. Um, Okay. And so I was able to get uh, 50 of these flush mount uh, for $18, I think. Okay. I go so. through Super Magnet Man. He's in Alabama. Okay. So chips pretty fast. All right. Yeah, I, get, I think I got my magnets in like two days. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and then they, they're a magnet making company. So they got oodles of yeah, sizes. If you want it, they got it. If yeah. you want, I like to make a ball and socket joint for something they got oh yeah yeah ball and socket magnets. Okay. what a uh, pricing 
Well, you know, you asked me that. And I didn't look it up because it's been a while <laughs> since I ordered magnets from them. You look at emails from them all the time. Okay, no worries. Uh, yeah. But I mean, like, do, storing stuff um, with magnets, great solution. Like your cookie, um, cooking sheet or the, the cake sheet. Yeah. Like, if you slap a piece of the metal. No, you can just use that. Don't, okay, so if you're using a does cake. It, does it actually have, uh, is it a metal sheet? Yeah, I mean like a like a metal baking pan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's metal. Yeah, but then what what do you throw on top of it? Oh, so some you can some of them that have a uh, has like a Tupperware lid, like it's the same depth. Oh, so oh you okay, okay. Make a birthday cake or something. Yeah, you have candles sticking out. You will still be able to have the candles in there with the lid on. Okay, not understand. Yeah, um, the only problem with that is since it's like usually coated with something, the models like like to slide. Oh, because no, <laughs> there's no grip. They just slide around. So yeah, you have yeah. To something on there. Uh, if you look at Goober Town Hobbies, uh, we'll link the video. Like he talks a lot about that mm-hmm. uh, in the video. I will link uh, with his magnet video. He uses magnets for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sliding around. But it's that's the cheapest option. Now uh, I've seen people use uh, makeup cases. Like a mm. kind of like a tackle box. Yeah, yeah. Only problem with that is the top shelves that fold onto each other are usually aren't that deep. So if you have a guy Something in like a like snag and well, if you have a guy in the hero pose, the, the sword up, yeah, that sword ain't gonna fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's no problem with those. But you can to get around that if it's a metal. I mean, it isn't metal. You put the magnets there on the sides and stick them. Mm. Stick okay. them horizontally instead of vertically. Yeah, yeah. Stick them on the sides. Yeah. The only thing that I'm limited in transporting with my models is like terrain. So like my cargo weight, rich hauler, Promethean tanks, um, the containers, that stuff that I can't easily transport in one of these smaller cases. Um, so generally I just flip to just using a one of the Necromunda boxes or 40k box or whatever just to kind of carry it in. So yeah, well that's something, you know, you're going to play that. Like if it's not an everyday thing that I'm yeah. bringing. Yeah. So generally it's, I'm just bringing my gang or, Hey, we're doing an Ashway special event thing. Okay. I'll, I'll bring out all the other stuff. So it's not every time we get together, that's what I'm doing. So I'm not having to juggle all, all this different stuff to bring, bring it up to the game shop. Yeah, that's the problem because uh, I have my like right now I have my gang that I'm currently using in a uh, Tupperware box, but I don't put my any of the other accessories, my dice, my templates, my mm. tape measure, my pencil, uh, the tokens, the cards. They all got to go in something else. Yeah. So like they all go in the backpack, mm-hmm. and then since I really don't give a crap when my gang is just primed, Tupperware will turn on the side and put in the backpack too. But can't oh, do that yeah. now because now they're getting painted. Finally, and the last thing you want to be doing is yeah. just having them slosh around. So yeah. So I, I mean, I like your little case. It's cool. It's a cool little case. It works, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. I wouldn't say it's for everybody. Like it's, it's fine. So I, I think I'm gonna either use the cake pan, 
or the document case, mm -hmm. and I'll just put a partition in there. Yeah, there so you I go. can put all the accoutrements on one side, and then all your models on yeah, the other. Yeah, and don't have to worry about them sliding around. Yeah, it's magnet into my models. Yeah, yeah, the um, yeah, because right now I keep all my cards, tokens, um, yeah, t token t tokens and cards in my backpack. I just bring with me everywhere. The my case is too big to throw in my backpack, so that's its own thing. So, but um, I would say the when I got the Corpse Grinder Colt, the box that they came in was one of those Chessex uh, cases. Oh yeah, and it came with like it has like twelve slots in it, and used that for the longest time for my doors because it every, they fit perfectly in it. Yeah, so the Chessex, they make a longer case. Uh, I forget mm -hmm. what it's called. You can find it, but it's, it's a very gray case, two layers. If you wanted to, you could just cut both layers in half, remove one side of them, and use that side for your your stuff. Your mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. Because actually, I have one of those in the house that I don't ever use. I'm like, I can just fucking use that. Yeah. But I don't want to use that because all the fiddly bits, there's not that many. There's some. That I don't want to try to get them stuck in that foam. Yeah, and that, that's the other thing is just, are you wanting to deal with foam, or do you want something that won't be, uh, that won't get snagged? Even even like if I throw my uh, auger in the battle foam case, if I don't place them right, and like their shoulders turned up on uh, the side, on when I close the box or close the case, because there's a hard material. For that, um, for the cover of and the it. canvas, yeah, yeah, the canvas that can actually rub off the paint. So I've seen where like it's it's made a mark just from like rubbing against it. Hmm. So I don't necessarily transport them in that because I put a lot of hours into them. I don't want them to yeah get marred up. So yeah, though those guys I I throw in my Chessex. There's technically friction of of the foam but I, I i think that's so minimal that that's not i'm not super worried about that that's short and sweet yeah. to the point you can buy stuff you can make stuff we'll have links to videos in the description yeah no 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 wrong way to to do it as long as you're happy with how your models look when they you pull them out yeah exactly so that's all we have for today i'd like to remind everybody once again that Next month's episode, we will be doing a review on Survival Instinct by Andy Chambers. If you want to go ahead and read that so you can uh, know what the heck we're talking about. Yeah. And we'll be sure to give uh, uh, spoiler warnings so you don't accidentally stumble into it. Yeah. That'll be after the episode is quote unquote over. Yeah. Uh, once again, we want to thank everybody for listening. We do appreciate you listening. I mean... The majority of listeners are in UK and the US. Yeah. Uh, got Australia, New Zealand, uh, Qatar. Oh, is it was it Qatar than not Bahrain? Okay. Oh, it was Bahrain as well. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, I had to look it up now. Sweden, Canada, New Zealand, Spain, Hungary, Norway, Finland, Italy, Kuwait, Oman, Belgium, Estonia, Turkey, Poland. Hey. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening. If you have any feedback to give us, good or bad, 
Uh, we'd like to hear it. You can reach us at necromachaentertainment at gmail.com or on Reddit at necromacho. Just necromacho on Reddit. Okay. Uh, on Instagram, necromacho entertainment, or you can find me at less gray minis. Yes. So we'd like to hear from you. I'll chat up with you all day long as long as I'm not working. Yep. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hope everybody gets some good games in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or in Richard's case, oh, he hopes everybody gets some painting in. Yeah, some paint. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely post, post your pictures. Uh, it's always fun to see more Necromunda out there. Yeah. So. In case anybody was wondering why we don't have a Facebook page, it is because I don't want to deal with that. And Facebook, I don't want to say Facebook sucks, but it just sucks you in. And I don't want to have to deal with that. And it would be repetitive because if you're on Facebook looking at Necromunda, you're probably on the three three major Necromunda pages and you see stuff repetitively all the time. And I don't want to try to reinvent the boat, mm. you know, have everybody trying to post on there. So it's, it's not worth the time and effort. You know, for myself, I try to stay off of Facebook as much as possible. Yeah, Instagram sucks me in enough, you know. So that's why there's no Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah. Too too much hassle. Too much hassle. And Facebook takes away from my hobby time because I get sucked into that. When I was I'll sit down to paint, I'm like, oh let me let me look at this Facebook. Yeah. Three hours yeah. later, I'm like, well shit. I didn't get anything done. Yeah, I did not get anything done. And I have yeah. very limited time. I work twelve hours a day, so mm-hmm. I don't I don't have much time to hobby. Yeah. Uh so yeah. No Facebook for us. I mean, I think that's okay. That's yeah. Everybody, <laughs> everybody already does. Other people do that very well and they're already established. So there's no reason for us to do it. Yeah. And I mean, Instagram, like for me, the reason why I'm on Instagram is just you're posting pic- pictures of your minis. That's what you do. Like that's really like the draw of Instagram. So yeah, we're not here to talk about rules. No, I want to no, see no. Yeah. it is part of the, it's part of the hobby, but we want to see the the physical part of the hobby. Yeah. We'll see your miniatures. We'll Making see your something. Terrain. Yeah. Yeah. Painting it, inverting it, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Okay. Well, once again, we appreciate all y'all. And y'all have a wonderful day, evening, time. Yeah. Space continuum. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll catch you next episode. You've been listening to the Necro Macho Entertainment Podcast. Ooh, yeah! With a high scum rise through the top.